All right, that just kind of leads me into uh, my next question. <laughs> I kind of put something about counseling too, like how it's been a big part of our lives, especially in the last like couple seasons. So I want to know, and I want our listeners to know, like with vulnerability, like what are you working on right now in your life? Like we've gone to counseling, we did the thing, right? We got these amazing tools. So like, how do you live that out now? Like, how are you more vulnerable with your friends? How are you more vulnerable with your boyfriend? Like, how does that come out now? I think what I've learned is that if I've already processed it, I can, it can seem like I'm being vulnerable because I like deep, deep conversation. Mm-hmm. So if I, it can seem like I'm sharing a very like vulnerable thing, but it's like, oh, I've gone, I've past this I've went through it and so I'll share it with you and so I think that I'm learning that I need to share with certain people things I'm going through things I'm feeling that I may not know why or the outcome and I think in I think in my friendships just being okay to say like I need you to do this for me as a friend and not feel like I have to be the strong one or I have to uphold like this type of like strength mm-hmm. to say like, I need one-on-one time with you. And I need that because like, it, that's just what I need yeah. from you as my friend mm-hmm. and being okay saying that I think is something that has been just like a new thing because it's like, Oh, I don't want to make them feel bad or I don't need that. Or, right, right. you know, I think in my romantic relationship with my boyfriend I think that (laughs) oh man there's a lot of things I think Tia and Steven her boyfriend are like couple goals to me like y'all these these two I'm just gonna put a plug for you and Steven right now (laughs) these two literally have worked on their relationship they have you know, they're still working on it. They're not there. They're not probably never going to be there just like in life, right? But they are constantly showing up for each other. They're constantly there putting in the work. Their communication is insane. Like literally look up to you guys when it comes to a relationship and being open and honest and vulnerable. So well, thank you. You're welcome. Just a little plug. Shout out, Steven. <laughs> I don't know. Like recently, I think it's like the same thing. It was just, you know, we're we're doing distance right now and just like s- saying the things I need from him, the support I need from him, really hard topics like, you know, just, I don't know, like uncomfortable conversations that you may, I'm like, you know, I fear that he might think that I'm, I don't know, like too needy, mm-hmm. but just being able to like straight up say like, this is how I feel. This is where I need you to support me. And just being vulnerable with that and not being afraid that I'm too much or they're going to think of me in any other way than like who I am and trusting like what me and Stephen have built is like enough to be able to just like be weak and vulnerable to say what I need. Yeah, that's good. And I feel like everyone can kind of just like take that and run with it because I feel like that's a number one thing in relationships that you need to be vulnerable. You need to not be afraid about what the other person's going to think. Like you guys are, you're in this together. You're on a team, you know? So 
you guys are in relationships out there, some good advice right there. You need to write that down. Okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah, let's do it. What is something that has been really challenging in your life recently? Whether that be like job, relationship, personal, just like really anything, like something that you're just like trying to figure out. Ooh, that's a good question. (laughs) All right, we're getting deep with this tea. We're getting deep, (laughs) deep feelings going up. Okay, challenging. There's a couple of things. One, I would say some of the relationships in my life, I feel like are challenging because I don't feel safe to express what I need. I feel like I, you know, might hurt their feelings or it might not be received well. And it's a lot of me in my head thinking, I, you know, like I... It goes back and forth. It's I, I'm kind of mad because I can't express the way I want to. And this this person doesn't see me for me and doesn't doesn't like want to know me for me. And then on the other side, I'm yeah, I don't know. That's this is a hard one because it it, it hits deep. I feel like yeah, relationships in my life, I feel like aren't a couple of them aren't how I see it. And it's hard to like, let that go. It's hard to love these people from a distance and just accept that their journey was never mine to fix and mine to, to take or anything like that. So I just have to love them from a distance and let it, let it play out the way, you know, God has intended it to be. And then another thing is like, honestly, just getting back into the dating world. (laughs) I haven't dated for like, I don't know, a long time. And now I am. And just navigating that, like so many, I'm I'm such a person that is in their head all the time. And I'm sure my coworkers can contest to this because I feel like they hear my like inner thoughts and like, but what if, what if he thinks this? But what if this? But what if this? And it's like, I mean, constantly people are telling me, and I know you've told me this too, but just, you know, her mantra for dating is, go ahead and I am who I am and I'm accepted by God. So that's it. (laughs) And and, And honestly, like it's something that I constantly am saying to myself because I do get in my head a lot on, you know, what are they going to think of me? Am I going to be too much? Am I going to be too loud? Like, but I just have to remember, like, this is who God created me to be. And if they like me, great. If not, then they're not my person. So, yeah, I think that's been something that's been challenging because it's it's scary. It's all of the above, all of the emotions, I feel like, when it comes to dating, especially now in 2020. Like, everyone, you know, everyone tells me, like, oh, I would hate to date in 2020. I'm like, well, cool, because I am. Like, I'm doing it. <laughs> So yeah, I feel like those two things have been definitely challenging in my life. And, you know, it's, it's, I can't say that it has like consumed my season of life or anything like that. But I do think that's something that is in the back of my mind and that I feel like I'm constantly trying to like work on and get better at. Okay, I have a follow-up question. Oh gosh. So what is one thing that you're really proud of recently? I like that one. What am I really proud of? I'm really proud of the different communities that I've been able to plug myself in. 
with my one with the Soul Life Project, two with my CrossFit community, three with Jubilee Church and the people that have been so welcoming and nice to me there. And then also like with my kid, like the junior golf kids that I teach, being able to build that community, just getting these, I sent out the sign up list or whatever, Mm -hmm. and just getting these parents text saying like, oh my God, my kid is so excited to sign up. She, she can't wait to be on the team this year. I mean, those things just like fill my heart up. So yeah, I think it's being able to something that I've longed for so, for so long that I finally get to like have all these different communities and it's, it feels good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I know we talked about counseling and like what like vulnerability and like what kind of friend you are and stuff like that and I know that you are someone that is going to take care of their people no matter what like you always got our backs but I want to know oh no (laughs) like what does taking care of Tia look like oh like me taking care of myself yeah like I feel like so you are a very generous friend you're a very loyal friend you're honest and you care about others but like how does all of that relate to you like how are you generous how are you honest with yourself you know I mean you don't have to answer those individually but like what is taking care of you look like yeah Hmm. I would say the first thing is recognizing that my capacity to take on just the day and what I can fit in my day, like taking care of myself means continuously saying no, because I will Mm -hmm. think that I can do way more than I am capable of, which will runs me to the ground where I get physical. Well, like in order to stop me, I have to be like physically broken and it's (laughs) happened to me. So learning from that of like you, I am not suit. I'm not, God and I can't do everything and so learning to that I don't have to do everything and that it's actually a very prideful thing for me to think that I'm the only one that can do this or everyone needs me here or right and so making space and time for I think myself and I've learned that one-on-one time and just personal time with me I very much value more than I may have when I was in college and so I think because my job is very demanding it you know I, I do really like that Saturday sometimes half the day just doing my own thing I think taking care of myself means fitting in days where I have no agenda no not even like on my days off I even have a list for like not work things like (laughs) I want to go to the gym I want to go to Target I want to you know um clean my apartment like and just like not having a list not having an agenda not having a time schedule I think that's very life-giving to me, and I really enjoyed that. I think, yeah. I do have a follow-up question, too. That's good. I like that. Um, But I I love, and I think you have helped me implement this in my life, your morning routine Mm. and just, like, rhythms that you put into place. Shout out to Liv and her podcast. You guys need to listen to that episode, talking about rhythms. But – I feel like you do a very good job at this. So like what walk us kind of through your morning routine? Yeah. So recently, and again, like the last probably quarter of 2019, I was just all over the place. And so by failing, you understand the importance of 
like for me morning time you know there's been seasons where I'm just like so all over the place I don't get time to myself and I feel just rushed but I know that when I do it I feel good and so I wake up at 4 a.m I get my coffee I depending on what I feel like read or journal or pray or read scripture or send a friend a note just like kind of whatever I'm feeling that morning or whatever that season is and I do that for about 45 minutes to an hour and then I'll go to the gym for about an hour and then come home make sure I have time for breakfast and get ready for work and then kind of go to work but I've been kind of consistently doing that since the start of 2020 and yeah I don't know I think the quietness of the morning of just waking up before your whole day is started like I try not to look at my cell phone and just really having me time and setting my day and setting my mood is just like I don't know it makes everything seem just like not so rushed yeah and I feel like all of those things too like they are a part of your morning routine, but they are like pillars in your life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that goes to show like, like you said, it, it sets the mood for the tone of the day, the month, the year, like all of those little things add up. And I feel like, you know, God and working out and reading and journaling and like the self-care things, those are very much pillars that I... I like love that you have in your life and I feel like they have just been contagious to where like those are very much so like my pillars like I've been waking up at 440 what like (laughs) that alarm hits and I'm like darn it Tia like (laughs) Tia's been already up for like 40 minutes like here we go here we go (laughs) seriously so yeah I just I appreciate that you have these routine set up and that you've helped me create those in my life. Well, I think on the opposite side of that, I think that, I think for a while, like our friendship, our friendship was like very work centric. And, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think this last like, I would say like the end of 2019, we became more, I think I had this conversation. I was like, oh, we should just do like friend stuff. Like we should just (laughs) like like, hang out, mm -hmm. like not do anything with like whatever we're trying to build but just like be friends and I think on the opposite side of like structure and rhythm like just being able to like go out and get drinks with you or like have go for pizza has been like really fun and like giving to me of like the fun side of like oh yeah let's do this or inviting (laughs) me places because it's like I can get very like in my routines and schedule that I don't leave space for fun right and so on the other side I appreciate that Welcome. <laughs> what is life without fun? Right? <laughs> Always need fun. All right. What book are you currently reading? Um, David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. It's essentially about just how we think like, oh, I can't believe how the underdog made it. But really, if you look at the different underdog stories, like they're actually conditioned to be great CEOs, to be great leaders, to be great athletes because they've had to have this opposition that has made them stronger in a certain area. So it's a really good book. Nice. I need to read that after you. What are three podcasts, other podcasts besides ours, obviously, Mm. (laughs) that you want our listeners or think that they should be tuning into? Okay. I'll answer and then you should answer. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to say Annie, That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs. 
Annie, I don't, she's not, I know she's not listening to this, but if she could be on our episode, oh my gosh. That would be, that would be life-giving. That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Goals. Okay. Yep. So that sounds fun. You guys actually note that. That will happen one day. That sounds fun with Annie F. Downs. How I built this podcast, entrepreneur podcast, and I just have to give the, the typology with Ian Cron, the Enneagram. <laughs> yes. Man, that was going to be one of mine. What would yours be? I really like the Ed Milet podcast. I think I, I gain a lot of wisdom from, from that one. I got to meet him in person and just the way that he had a conversation with me when there was like a million other people in line to meet him was just very genuine and humble. And yeah, he has a lot of great guests on that you guys can learn a lot about. Another one that's like kind of, it's kind of fun. It is Sean Johnson and her husband. It's called Couple Things. It's like really funny. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. And they just like have other couples on. They talk about, they get into actually their relationship a lot, which is really interesting. Like that I did not know about because you see them on Instagram and it's like, picture perfect family but they get into some deep topics with that which is which is cool and then also another one that I really like listening to is the Lewis is it house ho ho house it's h-o-w-e-s Lewis yeah I just listened to one the other day that it just there's a lot of insight a lot of it's mainly for like entrepreneurs but you can just anybody really could just learn so much from from his podcast and the guests that he has on so those would be my my three to listen to along with exactly what Tia said too because I listened to all of those but so before I ask my I feel like my questions are really good ending question but I looked at your notebook and I want you to ask this question oh yeah okay okay (laughs) <laughs> we'll both answer. Okay. So I have down, what are you afraid of? Spiders. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, I was like, okay, we're going that simple. I got you. No. Oh, man. Like, what am I afraid of? I think that... I think having to accept a job or career that I don't care about. Yeah, I'd say that's very fitting for you. Like something that I'm not like head over here is passionate about, something that I don't have autonomy in, something that isn't creating change. Like, you know, I right now I'm privileged to be able to choose the job I want, but like at some point is there a time where I have to, I don't know, like have a job to have a job, right? And I've kind of been in those positions and it was terrible. So I think a fear of... Yeah, just being stuck in a job. Hmm. What about you? What are you afraid of? That that word stuck. It's like a little trigger word for me. <laughs> I feel like I my love language, if it could be a love language, is freedom. <laughs> and I am definitely afraid of being like trapped or stuck or just like not happy in friendship, relationship. And life in, in a job, just like all of the above, I feel like I, I never want to to feel that because I feel like that's like deep, deep pain to be stuck. And I was in an unhealthy relationship. So I think the pain of that, just like thinking about 
past things too. I feel like I, I just moving forward like that, that's just not something that I want to be a part of my life. And then also afraid of being alone. Mm. Yeah. Even though that I know I'm not alone because big man upstairs, he's got me, but yeah, I don't know. Just because I, I love being around people. I love talking to people, but I feel like I don't, I don't want to like live this life alone. Mm. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, it is real. Even if you are married, you could end up alone. I know. That's what so I'm saying. Everyone just... could have that fear. That's a very – It's a real fear. <laughs> All right. So I think you're really going to like this question. Okay. And then I can and, ask you this. Like I yeah, can say and you. Yeah, I want you. us to both talk about it. Okay, um, great. And I know it could go on for 25 minutes. So we'll have to like cut it. Yeah. What is your biggest dream for the Soul Life Project? Like, I just want, like, where are you? Where are you living? What is your job for the podcast? Like, I just want you to paint me a picture Ooh. of what you hope for the Soul Life Project to be. Creative mind is going off I right know, now. and that's why I said, uh, I want you to give <laughs> me, like, two minutes. Oh, okay. Paint you a picture of what the Soul Life Project looks like. Yeah, for our like, listeners, for our guests, for you, for me, for us, for whatever. Like, what... Okay, painting you guys a picture. I see my myself first in, you know, like living in St. Louis. I found that my adventure spirit is 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 okay with being present and being grounded and slowing down. And I feel like St. Louis right now is home for me, and it probably will be for a while. But I do envision myself and Tia for this podcast, like traveling all over the world and meeting new people and getting to interview really, really cool people, learning from them, bringing you guys along on that journey and just being able to dive into new cultures. I just feel like there's travel like I I feel like I have not done a lot like any travel in my life and I feel like that's something that my heart like really really wants and I think that's just you know big picture thinking over here that's probably something that I'm super excited for but also to grow the community and for it to be a worldwide community for people to be listening overseas in Italy and South Korea, like I want people all over to be listening and to be gaining wisdom and tools for their own life. Yeah. And what else? What else do I see for this thing? I see us doing, I mean, this is little, but I see us doing like tours or retreats Mm. and like bringing these people along and having this like very much like we say in our intros is like a very like giving and receiving mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. Even having live, live podcast. Mm, yeah. I see it in LA. I don't know why live podcast mm-hmm. from LA. <laughs> Never been to LA. So I have no idea what that looks like. But yeah, just, just really, really bringing everyone along the journey. Like I don't just want this to be about TNI. Like it, didn't start that way and I never want that to be just a, a her and I thing like I definitely want this to be a 
a community-based project. And yeah, I think that we will continue to, to do that with you guys and to be transparent and to, yeah, to really create something beautiful. I feel like you bring like your fun spirit, your adventure spirit, your like, let's be friends spirit. I feel like brings the community aspect of, yeah, let's just hang out and talk. And as you were talking and I was thinking about this question, I also want like someone to be like, oh, I went to the Soul Life community and I also walked out with this successful business. I also walked Mm. like I got all of the resources I needed. I've got all the help. I built my clientele or whatever. I built my product like by just going to the Soul Life community. Yeah. And not that it's about results or success, but it is both like I went to these people who truly care about me and my passions and living an intentional life and maybe how I can give back and whatever this thing is that I want to do with my life. But they also like had this group of people who were the best at what they did. Yeah. And And I go ahead. Yeah. And just were able to like help me and I trusted these people to really be out for my best interest because when there's a group of people out for everyone's best interest it's not about like what are you giving me so that I can succeed and like be out in this very like you know win-lose type of mentality but it's like a very win-win culture and Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I feel like for me the biggest dream is that like yeah one we are traveling and we are bringing people along and yeah, like, I don't know, just bigger than us. And we are doing like live podcast events. But I think mostly like, we're just working with, again, still just everyday people who want to have this dream or passion. And we just like, get coffee with them. And we say, you know, what is it that you want to do? And then we have all these people who are experts in these different areas, and we're able to like, send them to these people yeah like paying it forward and I feel like it's a lot has to do with helping them be fulfilled in their life I feel Mm -hmm. like chasing fulfillment over happiness you know it's like being goal your mindset's being goal oriented or being like purpose driven and um I feel like 